Hey guys, welcome to Weekly Weird News, and today's episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks and DoorDash. Foodstuffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you fed. America. And just the word alone means different things to different people. We talk a lot of shit on the red, white, and blue, but we do it out of love, mm-hmm. you guys. Out of respect. Truly loving something often means criticizing it mercilessly because you just want what's best for it. And there's a lot to criticize. Uh, pretty high on the list would be stuff like mm, war, racism, for-profit healthcare, and lack of concern for the environment, among many others. For-profit prisons. For-profit we, lots of things. We could go on all day. Yeah. Lower down on the list, though, one of the weirdest things about this very weird country is the patriotism. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with loving your country, but the way some people here do it is slightly unsettling and a little bit cult-like. It's not just standing for the flag, it's standing for the flag. I stand this flag. I stand that flag. A key part of this kind of hardcore American patriotism, aside from putting the American flag on damn near everything to the point where you're inadvertently violating U.S. flag code, is the word freedom. It's what America's all about. When other countries talk shit or try to start a fight with us, it's because they're jealous of our freedom, obviously. Mm -hmm. This is the land of the free, after all. What is freedom, you ask? Freedom's what gets us rock hard, standing up every morning, pledging our undying loyalty to this country in classrooms across the nation. Very normal. Freedom is insisting that America is the best goddamn country on earth, even when presented with statistical data that shows otherwise. Freedom may be impossible to define, but it is a force, and it flows through our American veins like midichlorians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You either have them or you don't, <laughs> and we've got them. Yeah, baby. And freedom is hard to measure accurately, but... Over the years, its levels have fluctuated. Peak freedom was, of course, back in 1945 when America single-handedly won the war against the (laughs) Axis without help from anyone else except for God, of course. Yeah, we just let everyone flail in the wind for years before finally deciding that we should step in and take care of it for them. It's like when a a kid is struggling with his homework and you want him to be done with it, so you just get all the answers down and... Doesn't learn anything, yep. you know? No one had even bothered to lift a finger at that Hitler guy until America was like, hey, looks like you're in need of some freedom over there. What do you mean they're taking over beaches? We love beaches! Uh, but, of course, after, after that, the freedom, it, it wavered for a few decades at suboptimal levels. But then, in 2001, following the September 11th attacks, freedom was back on the menu, boys. Literally. The eagle was soaring once again. United we stand, love it or leave it, F-18s flying over every fucking sporting event, honk that horn for America. Roll call for America. Oh, what's that? You don't think we should start a second war over in Iraq based on extremely loose evidence that they were connected to those 9-11 attacks? Well, sounds like you just fucking hate freedom, and you want the troops to die, you communist piece of shit. Lock him up. Well, okay, so back in 2003, President George W. Bush and his cabinet, they started strongly pushing for war with Iraq under the pretense that they had a secret stash of WMDs, weapons of mass destructions, and they also had ties to al-Qaeda. In the lead-up to actually going to war in March of that year, there was some pretty strong opposition to it from America's oldest frenemy, France, who said during a UN Security Council meeting that they would absolutely not be supporting or participating in an invasion of Iraq. No. We owe them an apology. Uh, In typical freedom-loving American fashion, though, this was seen by many as a terrible betrayal. You're either with us or you're against us. And France had made it very clear that they were against us. Now, this presented a huge problem, though. The American diet, it consists almost entirely of fried potatoes, also known as French fries. Uh, 
I don't want to support those spineless traders over in France one bit, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to shovel yeah. a bunch of fried potatoes into my mouth. What am I supposed to do? Starve to death for my principles? I need my fries. <laughs> uh, luckily, I am not. I will never go on a hunger strike. There is a limit. Uh, luckily, there was already some precedent for how to deal with this sort of culinary crisis. Now, back during World War I, Germany was the enemy, so German stuff was considered unpatriotic in America. The problem was a huge chunk of America's population had German roots, so in addition to straight-up uh, hate crimes and lynchings of German-Americans and uh, lots of people changing their names to avoid being a victim of those hate crimes, the names of some German foods that had gotten popular with the general population were changed. Sauerkraut became Liberty Cabbage. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Which didn't really stick, but uh, Frankfurters were rebranded under their slang term hot dogs, and that has persisted to this day. If it's is it because <laughs> it's a slang term, is it offensive to, to so Frankfurters? I, uh, maybe. Well, like, maybe. the whole thing is, they, so the term hot dog had been around for a while before that because there was, uh, you know, it's, it's mystery meat. Mm -hmm. People were like, are you using dogs in there? And at one point, that was a legitimate concern to have. Yeah. So they were calling them hot dogs or street dogs, and then, but they were still officially Frankfurters. Yeah. But, you know, we go to war with Germany, you're like, get that German off my goddamn menu. I don't care if there's dog in it. But I'm eating your, it. Get your goddamn hands off of my German-inspired beer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so anyways, with France poo-pooing America's desire to invade Iraq and therefore being enemies of freedom, French fries, I know a lot of you might be young out there, but I, we, lived this this. we lived through this as adults. French fries were renamed Freedom Fries at various eateries across the country, starting with a restaurant called Cubby's in North Carolina and extending all the way to the cafeteria of the U.S. House of Representatives. Yep, some of the same people responsible for weighing whether or not we should send our armies to invade a foreign country also took time to make some official adjustments to their lunch menu. And uh, breakfast, too. No more French toast. In this house, we eat freedom toast. Uh, at one point, French's, the mustard company, felt the need to publicly clarify that French was the last name of the company's founder and that they were not, in fact, a French company. There's just so much embarrassment that came out of that time that we clearly didn't learn from, as it's, you'll see in a bit. Yeah, it's like the when you try, you're trying to go to bed and you remember something embarrassing from when yeah. you were a teenager, and, you, and you're like, oh, God. It's uh, douche chills on the national level. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, that whole Freedom Fries thing, it gradually died down as it became more and more clear that France was actually 100% correct when they had said that invading Iraq was a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. Sorry, France. Uh, in 2006, Congress quietly changed their fries back to French fries. Just peeled the sticker off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we tried. Uh, but you can still enjoy the taste of freedom fries at Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill locations across America. Actually, it turns out almost all of Toby Keith's restaurants went out of business. There's now only three locations left. They're all in Oklahoma. Mm. So you're going to have to go to Oklahoma to get the freedom fries experience, unfortunately. No one said freedom's free. It costs about... Three ninety nine. A plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, and a plane ticket to Oklahoma unless or you already live there. a bus ticket. Uh, and uh, hey, hey, by the way, thoughts to uh, the people in the Midwest right now who are dealing with some real fucked up weather. Uh, just yeah. want to get that out there. That is uh, yeah, if terrifying. The, if the weatherman comes on during your favorite program and says, uh, hey, maybe maybe consider what you're going to do when that tornado hits. And yeah. you're like, boo, put the bachelorette yeah, back on. And then you call the news to uh, complain about that. Yeah. Uh, you're wrong. Priorities not in check. Yeah. Although, this season of The Bachelorette, fantastic. I wish you could watch it so we could do a podcast. Uh, but let's, it's never going to happen. Well, Hannah's great. Let's get back into the, the story. This brings us to right now. Freedom. 
is officially back, baby. Woo! And it's just as cringy and embarrassing as ever. Uh, in an official press release from the U.S. Department of Energy this week about exports of liquefied natural gas, or LNG, U.S. Undersecretary of Energy Mark W. Menezes, he wrote, Increasing export capacity from the Freeport LNG project is critical to spreading freedom gas throughout the world by giving America's allies a diverse and affordable source of clean energy. Oh, freedom gas. Freedom gas. We finally got there. Mm. Mm. Delicious freedom oh, gas. Oh, you don't like this gas? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you must know, hate freedom. You know, we, we didn't go far enough when we made gas have a scent so that you would know it's in your home. We have to give it the red, white, and blue colors that it deserves. Now people will... Salute the gas leak in their yeah. home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> elsewhere in the press release, though, uh, Assistant Secretary for Fossil Energy Stephen Winberg said, I am pleased that the Department of Energy is doing what it can to promote an efficient regulatory system that allows for molecules of U.S. freedom to be ex exported to the world. What the fuck is going on? I can only cringe so hard. We are living in a very, very weird time that just keeps <sighs> on Growing molecules of U.S. freedom. Molecule molecules of U.S. freedom to be exported to the rest of the world. Literally midichlorians. Literally, like I, <laughs> if I hadn't known what this was beforehand, I would have just thought that people were on top of the Rocky Mountains, waving a flag and scooping up air to send around to yeah. school children all over the world. Yeah, and uh, you know what? If you really want to, if you want to get the full freedom experience, just fucking. <sighs> Hook yourself up to that natural gas. Leave the burners on. Leave them on. Yeah. Mm. You know what that smell is? It's fucking freedom, freedom and I'm dead. Freedom smells like eggs. Okay, so that's dumb, but it gets worse. Yeah. Uh, in trying to figure out just where the fuck the decision to use this kind of absurd language in a government press release came from, it was discovered that earlier this month, Secretary of Energy and smart guy Rick Perry signed an order to double the amount of liquefied natural gas exports to Europe, and when he did that, he said this. The United States is again delivering a form of freedom to the European continent. Holy fucking shit. And rather than in the form of young American soldiers, it's in the form of liquefied natural gas. Because <sighs> freedom's apparently just anything America does in any context. In this case, it's methane with a little bit of ethane added to it. That's freedom gas. I mean, I, I, if I could parse out exactly what he's trying to say... It, it would be that he's trying to say that they that he's freeing Europe from having to use exports from countries that uh, aren't as nice as the United States yeah, of America. Yeah, but that, that kind of falls flat when you remember that America is actually like bros with those same countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Me personally, I think the comparison of like young men like, Oh, yeah. Going over to Europe to fucking die on the beaches of Normandy, maybe not the most appropriate. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> not. That comparison is odd, to say the least. It's odd. It's tone deaf. It's, uh, for, it's kind of offensive. Especially coming from a man who had no idea what his job was when he yeah, got Yeah, he literally found out about the Department of Energy, which he now runs, like, yeah. two years earlier than that. Um, cool. Anyways, at that event... Uh, a reporter asked Rick Perry if these LNG shipments should be called Freedom Gas. Thanks, reporter. <laughs> and Rick Perry fucking loved the idea, saying, I think you may be correct in your observation. Write that one down. You know, Save a, that one. A job's only work if you can't have fun at it. But maybe some jobs should be work. We're a fun department. We're a fun country. Uh, what's especially weird and stupid about this is that it basically came out of nowhere. 
at least with Freedom Fries, there was a reason, even if the reason was dumb as hell or people didn't realize what was actually going on. Uh, this is literally just methane gas that's been turned into liquid so it can be shipped overseas. If they really wanted to get the most out of the Freedom Trap card, they shouldn't have wasted it on liquefied natural gas. They should have reserved it for natural gas in its natural gassy form, which is often harvested via hydraulic fracturing or fracking, which is a controversial term uh, and, and process for a lot of valid reasons. Yeah. If they'd labeled normal old, normal old methane as freedom gas, they'd be able to yell at fracking protesters about them being anti-freedom. Mm. They were so close and they blew it. Yeah. Real wasted opportunity. Yeah. Like, almost on the money. But if you, you change methane to freedom gas, and now it's like, there's literally freedom rising out of the pores of the earth and occasionally causing earthquakes, but those are freedom quakes. And that water in your tap is not contaminated water. It's yeah. freedom water. Yeah. Support your country. Drink a glass now. Yeah. It's like Uncle Sam just drinking, like, a green fucking yeah. thing of water. Don't do it near an open flame, though. Yeah, no. Because... That drinking water's flammable. It's going to turn you red, white, and blue. You're going to look like a firework. Uh, this, it's, this country is so embarrassing sometimes. And I, I hate having to, like, admit that and deal with that. But yeah, it's no, like, it's, it's, it sucks. It's, uh... Like, I, when I was working on this, I was looking up, like, what the reaction in France and other parts of the world was during the Freedom Fries thing. And it's just like, they were... The entire world was rolling their fucking eyes yeah. at us, and, and and they were completely right about that. I mean, I do want to say, like, I, I love living in this country, uh, although it is, you, it is fair, and you should, you know, look at what your country does and critically think about it. But yeah, also, that's, yes. There's plenty of other problems in other countries, too, and it's really funny because people, like, whenever, we picked on Canada, like, a month ago, uh, about their, like, trash, and someone was like, why don't you make fun of your own country? Like, we I do. We do, all the fucking time. Constantly. Yeah. How can you not be? That's that's the problem with ultra patriotism is it puts blinders on people that doesn't allow them to see the problems that are very, very uh, valid and out in the open in their own country. And and when you make America, American identity all about freedom and then you just attach that word to like fucking anything, it kind of like destroys uh, any definition there. It makes it seem like... uh, it makes it seem like... They're watering they're, it down. Yeah, it's not uh, as uh, fierce. As it, it sucks. Yeah. I hate it. The flag doesn't even look <laughs> as cool when you've seen a bunch of dudes wearing shorts with, the, with it printed on it all over the town. Oh, See, the, the American flag pants, uh, 99% of the time, terrible, stupid. Yeah. Unless you can do a, a kick that goes... The foot has to go above head level. Mm-hmm. Then you're allowed to wear... The yeah. American flag. And your pants. dick has to flop out because that's the pole holding it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful sight to see. You have to be able to actually hold your body uh, horizontally. Yes. Like gymnastics. It has to look like it's waving in yeah. the wind. If you can do that, you're allowed to, you're allowed to wear the flag. See, now when I went to uh, the Smithsonian and I saw the actual Star Spangled Banner that, Star in- Banner. <laughs> that inspired the song, that was incredible. Yeah. That was incredible. Not enough stars. Where's California's star? Also, there's, there was holes in it because people were just, like, cutting pieces off when it, uh, during that uh, whole conflict. And Typical. Keeping little mementos. Uh, anyways, it's, it's fine. I like it here. It, yeah. Like, you should be able there's to look at There's a lot of your, good things about this country. You should be able to look at your country in a critical lens. And then yeah. also make fun of it a lot because there are absurd fucking things that happen here. So. Yeah. Anyways, before we move on to headlines, it's time for a word from this week's sponsors. Starting with Omaha Steaks. If you uh, got, you're one step closer to... Uh, being near, in the vicinity of a, uh, yeah, I love this bar and grill. 
Uh, Omaha's Nebraska, but it's getting over there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all in the middle. I couldn't pinpoint it on a map for you right now. <laughs> Patriotism. Yeah. Uh, if you've got a dad who enjoys a tasty cut of high-quality beef, or you're just looking to stock up for grilling season, mm-hmm. has Omaha Steaks got a deal for you? Yes. Right now, Omaha Steaks has a limited-time Father's Day gift offer for our viewers. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the search term Weekly Weird up in the search bar for 74% off the Father's Day Steak Fix gift package. We're grilling, baby. A $235 value. Now for just $59.99. It's a a really good deal. Especially if you're going to be barbecuing for friends and stuff. Uh, It's a lot. Uh, This is what $59.99 gets you in this package for our viewers. Two tender filet mignons. Two bold top sirloins. Two savory pork chops. Four Omaha Steaks burgers. Four massive gourmet jumbo franks. Four crispy chicken fried steaks. A 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs. Four premium chicken breasts, four caramel apple tartlets for dessert, a packet of Omaha Steaks signature seasoning, and screw it, four extra Omaha Steaks burgers for free. Meat is back on the menu, boys, just in time for summer. Get grilled. And they're brave. They call them Franks. Yeah. Frankfurters. Mm-hmm. They, the, the meat speaks for itself. That's a, whole, that's a whole full barbecue for you and your friends, honestly. It really is. Yeah. Don't try to do it by yourself. Tell them to bring the beer. You've got the Omaha yeah. Steaks package from us. Give this amazing package as a gift for dad or stock up for incredible summer grilling. All at 74% off. Again, order now. You'll get this exclusive Omaha Steaks Father's Day Steak Fix package valued at $235 for just $59.99. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type in Weekly Weird in the search bar. Don't wait. The offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com. Weekly Weird in the search bar. Get the Father's Day Steak Fix package today. Yeah. And uh, this episode, uh, it's a real food, food-friendly episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also sponsored by DoorDash. Cooking and grilling is great, but sometimes there's just that one dish from your favorite restaurant that you can never recreate at home. What if someone brought it right to your door? That's what DoorDash does. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering's easy, and you just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and a Dasher will bring it to you anywhere you are. On Dasher and Dasher and... D- They're all Dash. Not only is that burger place you love on DoorDash already, but over 310,000 other amazing restaurants are too. DoorDash connects you with door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 cities, all 50 states, and even Canada. Wow! You can get some A&W root beer delivered, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Get your Tim's. Yeah. Order from your local go-tos or choose from your favorite chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. I'm assuming if you live in vicinity of one... Toby Keith, I love this bar and grill. <laughs> they might be on there. Although, you're going to want to go inside the restaurant for, for the, the full, full experience. patriotic experience. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Yeah. Right now, our viewers can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code WEEKLYWEIRD, all one word. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter pro- promo code WEEKLYWEIRD, all one word. Promo code WEEKLYWEIRD, $5 off. Try out DoorDash if you haven't already. Thanks uh, to our sponsors for sponsoring this episode. Now, let's get in to the weirdest, most absurd headlines of the week. Yeah, let's start with a little update to uh, last week's story, which I'm so sad I wasn't here for. Uh, <laughs> Moby cancels book tour after Natalie Portman denies that they dated. This this has temporarily ruined his fucking career. Yes. For what? Yeah. For, yeah. For, like, basically the kind of shit kids in high school are like, yeah, I totally banged her, dude. Yeah. You're fucking 55 years old, Moby. What are you doing? Yeah, and uh, he also did finally apologize, but <laughs> in the apology, neglected to, to 
refute the claim that they totally dated. It, it, yeah, he's like he's like five drafts in and still hasn't like. Just be like, like, why is there still at what point? Even if it's Moby, even if it is true, and she's the one misrepresenting it, isn't it just better to have just put this all behind you and just be like, she's right, we didn't date. Let me get on with my entire life. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's like nobody cares. Either he's lying, which is weird, or he actually did date an eighteen-year-old when when he he was was thirty-three, which is even weirder. And like, <laughs> there's, there was comments in the video where it's like, guys, it's not illegal. And we're not saying it's illegal. It's just a little creepy. It's just kind of weird. It, you're two different people at different points in your life. Yeah. Uh, but hey, if you make it work, I'm sure some people have. It's just yeah, a, a bit strange, especially because she, in his story and in hers as well, admitted that she was a fan of his. Yeah. Which you could kind of see her being 18 and him kind of taking advantage of that if that was all true. Yeah. And Hey, consensual or not, we're just saying the age gap usually doesn't work out. It's just one of those things that, like, even if it happens, like... Let it go, Moby. <laughs> now he's having to cancel yeah. his book tour. Yeah. He had to cancel a couple show dates, too. Yeah. And he's great live. He's probably the best DJ I've ever seen. We are all we can all agree that Moby does make good music and has great <laughs> yeah. DJ sets. I, I like Moby a lot, but yeah. this is this. it just sucks that this happened because, like, before I didn't really know anything about him. Just yeah. like, oh, he's Moby. He's got, he's vegan, uh, he's bald, and his music's really good. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, wait, Moby's kind of a fucking idiot. It's, this sucks. At the very least, kind that. of a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, anyways. uh, Just, you know, shit has hit the fan, so shut the fuck up, Moby. Yeah. Uh, Lawyer sentenced to 18 years for smashing chair on judge's head. (laughs) It's a shame, too. I hold you in contempt. Yeah, like this guy, this is the kind of lawyer you want on your side, but, you know, due to the nature of hitting judges on the head with chairs, he he can only use his powers once. Yeah. I hope he was saving it for a great case. Mm -hmm. So, well, he can uh, give legal advice for free. Because he'll probably be disbarred as he goes to jail for. I mean, this guy is going to be a hero in prison. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like once the once the other inmates find out. Hey man, I like, wish I could have done that. Yeah, you got balls. Anyways, yeah. can you tell me uh, how to properly set myself up for my parole hearing? Yeah, you're good with all the lawyer talk. He's he's going to do great. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too worried about. It. No. So that happened in Pakistan. So uh, next story comes from their enemy, India. Panel on making cities disabled friendly invites wheelchair-bound activist, forgets to install ramp. <laughs> oh! Oops. It was right there. It's not even like the ramp to the building. It's the ramp to the stage. Like, it's just the most... The pictures of it are so... Did they end up picking him up? And Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's this just literally an event about, uh, you know, making things accessible. And the stage is bright red. Big old red staircase. And the guy walks up and he's like... Yeah, it's I'm pretty cringy. Need, need some help with this. Yeah. 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 The makers of Noah's Ark file lawsuit over rain damage. Another totally American thing. Because if this had happened to Noah, I'm sure he would have sued a ton of people over the flood. The insurance company would have been like, ah, we don't cover this. Yeah. And he would have had to sue them. Well, there there would have been no one left to sue. He sued the animals. The human cut, yeah. Which included dinosaurs. Yeah, they had dinosaurs with the boat. According to this uh, Noah's Ark Museum. The, don- the dinosaurs, they wouldn't pay up, so mm-hmm. Noah had to slit their throats. This is, this is the Noah's Ark Museum that uh, the guy who like, runs it or one of the main people in it like, invited Bill Nye there. Bill Nye was like, this is stupid. Like, creationism's done. He was like, 
well, maybe if I could change your mind, like you come down there and there's like pictures of him touring the place and just this look of just extreme cringe as he's like being led around. Like he's polite. He's not talking shit, but he's just like, oh, they, of course they got fucking dinosaurs on this thing. God damn it. I do love that. Like at this point, it seems like Bill Nile just show up anywhere. He, yeah. he was the uh, opening ceremony announcer for EDC 2019. That's Weird. Yeah, it was kind of a, like it was people I think were excited to see him. And then, you know, he talked about, you know, global warming and shit uh, and how we're all insignificant on stage in front of people who are about to have uh, try to have an enjoying weekend uh, just detached from I mean, reality. It's an important message. Not Absolutely. really. Not really the place for it, I think. <laughs> he, he showed up on our show, but we were never allowed to show the footage. Yeah, we met him. He's, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, seems very nice. Uh, his his people, not good at returning emails, but yeah. that's not his fault. Also seems to be getting far angrier as he gets older because people just, he, it's like he did the show and then it, it, 20 My years later. My work here like, is done. I've raised like, a generation of uh, people who will save the world. 20 years later, he's <laughs> like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, geez. Things are even worse. Yeah. How did it get this bad? Uh, <sighs> fugitive still on the run after saying he'd surrender if wanted Facebook posts got 15,000 likes. So this, we talked about this last week. What, did he not get the likes or did he, did he? He got the likes. But he, so he said he was an honest man and that he would turn himself in. Turns out, uh, yeah, it turns out it was bullshit. Yeah, so the, yeah, the cops, <laughs> this is so, the, the whole thing's stupid. The, the whole idea that the cops were negotiating yeah, with the cops Facebook like, all right, if our post about you gets 15,000 they, like, yeah, the guy's like, he's like, make it 20. And the cops are like, or no, he, I don't remember. They they agreed on, they fucking negotiated for that 15,000 likes thing. And then it got the 15,000 likes. And the cops are like, oh my God, this fugitive didn't keep up his end of the Facebook likes deal. Jeez, you can't trust was, anyone yeah, anymore. He said he was, he said that he was trustworthy. Yeah. Like, I did, what? Why would a police department agree to this? This makes you look so stupid. They were this hoping to get some of that like fucking idiots. Social media goodwill. Yeah, cop, cop, uh, police department Facebook accounts are just the fucking worst. Yeah, they and like it's ruining my job putting together headlines for this show because like more and more often I'm finding these like headlines where I'm like, oh, this is just some fucking police department. Yeah, who, it's positive marketing. Yeah, like there, there was another one where it was like police in New Hampshire ask like people to stop walking their horse down Old Town Road. I'm like, oh, this is just some fucking cop Facebook. It's not a real news story. Get out of here. Meanwhile, someone's getting literally robbed on the corner yeah. as, they, as they read the, the Facebook update. I, like, brand accounts, like, that, that, we're in hell with all of that. Like, Sonic the Hedgehog giving out fucking advice to, like, Stakeums and Wendy. It's terrible. But the cops adding that to the mix. Do you see the one where all the block uh, them all fast food brands like jumped on when uh, Kim Kardashian had a complaint? Oh God, it's, it's the dumbest shit in the world. Like it was amusing. Like I don't know, five years ago, I think Wendy's or actually you know Denny's was uh, one of the first. The first, and they don't even uh, do it anymore. I think uh, Taco Bell was one of the first. Like yeah, it was it was kind of amusing. Now it's just so fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Drag him, girl, Wendy. Get a... Fuck you. No. <laughs> uh, synth repairman claims he got high by touching decades-old LSD. That'll happen. Yeah. He's cleaning out an old synthesizer. It had a little... Some little scuzz on it. He's like, well, let me just scrape, scrape that out with my finger. And then he was, he was high for 10 hours. Must have been good stuff. Yeah, it was LSD it was from bad. the fucking early 60s. That's crazy. The good stuff. Straight from the lab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't know it was happening until it was happening. <laughs> That's kind of, that, that part sucks. But person uh, who owned the synth say, you're welcome. 
The, the synth was owned by uh, a university, and it had been in storage for 50 years. Jesus. So it's like someone who worked at that university in, like, 1965. Or a student. Yeah, someone. Yeah, so, someone who maybe maybe it became, like, the meetup spot. Uh, not, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> somehow it got LSD on it. Yeah. And uh, that man's name, Mark Mothersbrough. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Drunk man vomits so hard, throws up undiagnosed tumor, then swallows it back. Hope that looks important. <laughs> Better put that back. Well, it, like, it didn't come out. Like, it was still attached to his oh, esophagus, okay. but it, like, got, like, a little dislodged, and he's like, oh. Swallowed it back up, and that's how he found out he had an esophageal tumor. So it well, all hey, down, good. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. This, it's just one of those things that uh, works out, even though yeah. it's disgusting. It's uh, absolutely just gross as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> Man allegedly hides drugs in butt, accidentally shoots himself in testicles, reports says. The Krang was posting about this. And uh, the, the weirdest thing is this is Washington State. And this man had, like, weed in, <laughs> weed in a plastic wrap shoved up his ass. So, like, it's been legal in your state for he does it of the almost nos- four years. The sir. nostalgia of it. You have to, like, now that it's legal, there's no, like, risk. It's like you got to get that... that uh, that like risky high somehow where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm smuggling it. Oh yeah, just because it's legal, I have to give up my habit mm-hmm. of shoving drugs up my asshole. Yeah, and like he's one of those guys who likes his testicles stomped on, and he was like, it's not doing it for me anymore. I have to literally shoot my balls off. Yeah, he, this guy's day just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah, he shot himself in the the balls. Originally, it was reported as the dick, but it's just the balls, guys. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. If I can uh, have kids. Over. Yeah, he, uh, in the hospital, when they were working on him, uh, he pooped out one of the baggies, and then the cops showed up, because they're like, that's weird. Yeah. Also, By the way, like, do, the you guns, hear, do you want yeah. your bag? So they, then they went to his car and found meth, which is oh, not legal okay. in Washington, mm-hmm. so yeah, just a, just a bad situation for this guy all around. Got a hole in his nutsack, got his, his ass weed confiscated. And his uh, meth is gone. he's got a meth charge. And now, now. he's, yeah, he's going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. Florida suspect, 22, allegedly attacked mother with sausages. Allegedly. Yeah. We went over this whole Florida thing where... They can, uh, yeah, they can... This could have been... Full, easy access to all the records. Yeah, and th- this person be, could be found innocent, probably won't be, but uh, now... This happened in Bradenton. Oh, well, you're, you know, uh, where, where, where I'm from, the upper-class uh, city of Sarasota, we called it Bradentucky. <laughs> and I don't. My People like my parents do uh, as a way to feel better than people in Bradenton, it's, I guess. It, that's, a, that's another classic American uh, tradition. Yeah, don't they call it, like, uh, what is it? Not Pomona, but, uh, oh, Fontucky, they call it. Fontana? Uh, well, there is some, like, I... I <laughs> I think the one place that's appropriate to do that is probably like Fontana and Corona and those those inland uh, Southern California cities. Because you go there and you you do feel like you're in fucking Wyoming. No, yeah. there's horse, literally horse tracks on the streets. I think it's more of a bourgeoisie looking yeah, down it, on. It's dumb. Yeah. They got just as much freedom as we have. Yeah, potentially hey more because we got be- enough freedom to share. Because in those areas, you you assume there'd be more uh, factories. <laughs> So they're pumping out plenty of natural gas and using it, and yeah, that's the, where the real freedom is. Yeah, yeah, and they, well, there's a lot of cows. Yeah, and cows have methane yeah. coming out of their assholes. Methane is the freedom gas. Yeah, so real patriots huff ass. Yeah, <laughs> huff cow ass. <sighs> Just want to get it from the source. Mm. Clean natural gas. Uh, yeah, Br- Bradenton is. Let me uh, get some clean natural gas out of that clean natural ass. Yeah. 
Bradenton's looked so so down down upon by people there. And and again, I it's it's weird and it totally is, is a that class. Got it's a very the manatees. Well, no, yeah, sort of. Uh, it's a very like class kind of thing where it's looked down upon versus and it's it, that that's a whole different fucking story. I don't like it. Uh, but there's a part of what is what would be considered Bradenton. But it's where they started building nicer homes, so they just ended up calling it like Manatee County instead of the actual name of the city that it's actually in. And then they created an entire new city yeah. uh, within that, so that they wouldn't have to be called Bradenton. Wow, it's really like weird. A lot of uh, a lot of class consciousness happening there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not really comfortable to t- when people <laughs> yeah, talk like that. That but, sucks. Yeah. Uh, Air Force pilots drew penis-shaped symbol in the sky by accident, officials say. I mean, I could see it because no. they did like a little turnaround. And then I saw straight. the picture. I'm like, there's no, fu- literally what they describe happening, it's a, there's no way it happened. It is one continuous line. They say they say they were doing a, a mock dogfight with two F-35s. And they're like, yeah, they just like, you know, they did a near collision. They spun out and it, it made a dick. And it's like, no, it's, it's Came one in, line. Inverted. It's one line. Yeah. You're lying. It's a big Just admit dick. to the dick. It happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. People get bored up there soaring yeah. around. Yeah. Once you've gone, like, that fast in the sky, there are a few things that really, like, are enjoyable. Like, seeing UFOs. Yeah. All the time. Dicks seeing UFOs s- on a daily basis, yeah. apparently. Yeah. I, I, we, <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that next week, but because it's come back up again, where people are like, you yeah, no, listen to us the first yeah, time. Yeah, the entire to na- say. The Navy has basically officially been like, yeah, there's UFOs. Like, we see them constantly. We don't know what it is. And this was big news like two years ago, <laughs> and no one listened or cared. And, and now they're like back again being like, guys, we're serious. There's fucking UFOs everywhere. And and the, one of the key people keeping the pressure on about it is Tom DeLonge of Blink-182. Uh, you know, we thought he was weird years ago, and it turns out he is a hero. Yeah. This is going to be his legacy. Where are you? <laughs> we're going to get fucking struck for that because I nailed it so perfectly. Yeah. A uh, high school student says her principal's graduation speech plagiarized Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> One of his inspirational speeches. I was hoping it was the speech from the, uh, that the uh, tech, uh, the, was it Intel? Tech Jam, Think Jam yeah, or Think whatever. Yeah, Think Jam. Something like that. It's, it's the, I, I, I need to find this video and just download it so to, much my, capacity. to my phone because it's, it's one of the, there's a handful of videos that I... They need to be in a, in a museum. Yeah, I need to just like have them like, because not a lot of people know this one and it's like I reference it a lot. Yeah, uh, but it was not that speech. It was so this this high school principal in West Virginia. He uh, he literally just Googled like great speech for teens and Ashton Kutcher's Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards speech from like 2013 was. It's even more impressive that the principal that a student recognized it and was able to call him out for it. I know, or her out. I know, and he yeah he straight up uh, admitted it. Not good. That's but, a noble thing to do as a principal. But it's, it's not the same as plagiarism. Uh, you know, I, I, I took it and I, I made it. it my own. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. Ashton Kutcher had to fucking testify in court this week because, like, a girl he went on a date with was murdered by a serial killer. Yeah, like, right before he showed up to pick her up. Yeah. I was reading it. I was like, this is fucking, fucking wild. Yeah. He's like, my handprints, my fingerprints are all over the door. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. That's a crazy story. Uh, anyways, that's it for Weekly Weird News this week. Please check out our other episodes over here. Uh, we'll put the... Uh, it's like the Call of Duty, Modern Warfare being potentially controversial uh, link up here. And we'll put the uh, put the Moby one below it so people can yeah. get caught up on that as well. Because right. uh, that's a fun tale if you uh, are missing out on why Moby really uh, canceled his, his whole thing. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll see you guys next time. 
Thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank and you for out, your service. Check out our sponsors and uh, yeah, head over to the Patreon if you want to listen to this week's exclusive podcast. We'll mm -hmm. see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.